Okay, good afternoon, everybody. Uh, this is Representative Dan Miller. You are with us on the table. Uh, and here we have a special guest who's joining us as we get back to our segments, Better Know A District, A District. Uh, before I introduce our guest, we do have, of course, uh, Steph Hardman's with us. Steph, the ED from the caucus, how are you today? Well, I'm better than you're doing. Really? Am, mm -hmm. I, am I already off? It's not working? Well, you know, your, your team. My team. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, you had to go right for the jugular. It's not appreciated. It's not appreciated. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no, it, look, it was a tough, I, I didn't think, I didn't think we'd beat the Astros to be honest with you. So I, I now we got to root for Philly. Yeah, no doubt. Mm -hmm. No, no. Got it. And what a great, and speak, well, we're glad to have somebody from the Southeast here with us too. So this actually works because I'm sure she's a, Philly's fan. Let's hope that. <laughs> so we are here with Representative Melissa Schusterman. Melissa, thank you so much. She's from the 157th Legislative District. Um, and usually we have a cool map where I can point and then see the difference. We're going to get one. We're going to get a map. We don't have it. We'll but get a map. I, get well, one. I need to get it because Melissa's mm -hmm. from Chester County, just west of Philly. Mm -hmm. And it's not a place that I know incredibly well, but luckily she does. Melissa, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, Rap. Yes, well, Rap, that's right. Dan, Dan. No, it's good. Finally, respect. So that's good. So, Melissa, uh, Chester County, 157th District. Now, usually I point. Now, you know that you're all the way, of course, on the east. My district's all the way on the west. Well, uh, I'll give you a little, uh, um, you know, geography lesson. Have you heard of Valley Forge National Park? I have heard. I've been there. Yeah. Well, well there that's my, my district. <laughs> Backs up to that, there's a portion of the park that's in my district because there's a portion of Valley Forge uh, National Park that's in Chester County and in Montgomery County. Well, look, and uh, first off, that's awesome because I don't know if you, you know this. I used to be a history teacher, so I love everything to do with that. But my staff will get on me here so if I ask you too many questions in the beginning because <laughs> we do a little game and then – if you and I talk, then I ruin their questions that they have. <laughs> so, uh, so Steph, why don't we jump in before I ruin Okay, this. that's a good plan because yeah. so the last like three or four times, I had to like text my colleague and be like, give me more facts. Yeah, give because me we talk. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. we talk. So okay. go ahead, tell, tell the game and okay. let us know what we got. So uh, have you ever played Two Truths and a Lie? No. Okay, it's literally what it is. Like there's two truths about mm -hmm. you and one lie and he has to guess the lie. Uh, so and it could be about you. It could be about your district. Yeah. Okay. So mm -hmm. you should know. Okay. This should be obvious for you. <laughs> right? And he's going to try to like get stuff out of you. So don't let him. No, 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 no. <laughs> Look, to be will. honest, I'm on a bad streak. So I've not been Stop. winning this lately. Yeah. So, okay. All right. So let's start off here before I ruin the game again. Okay. Go ahead. Tell us number All one. All right. So number one, during her career in media, Rep Schusterman served as supervising producer of Barefoot Contessa on the Food Network. Okay. Okay. okay that's gotcha. one. Number one. Two. Okay, I'm not going to pronounce this right. Tredifrin Township. Tredifrin. Thank you. Part of the 157th Legislative District was once part of, of portion of land designated by William Penn as the Welsh Tract, intended to be a self-ruling sediment for Welsh Quakers. Mm. You should know this Welsh. history. Yeah. Okay. Um, the Her district is home to the Colonial Theater, which was prominently featured in The Blob. Okay, all right, look, this is, this is tough. This is tough. Also, like, I, I didn't have a pen, so I can't. No, no, well, I, yeah, let me see it for a second. Throw it over. I'll catch it. I didn't catch it. Okay. All right, so look, so just so I get it right, so number three, of course, is the blob. Yes. Okay, number two is the Welsh. Welsh Quakers. Yeah, I got the Welsh Quakers. Mm -hmm. And then number one was um, Barefoot the TV show. Contesta. What? Yep. Barefoot Contesta. Right, so you seem to know that one. I see Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So I'm going to say number one is true. <laughs> Are you saying that? 
Hold on. Let me think this through, okay? You just said it. No, hold on. Hold on. I'm just trying to. All right. Is it two lies and one truth? It's two truths, one lie. Got it. Are you, wait, why does she should know the truth and should have been it? Are you sure you got the facts right? I got it facts right. All right, yep. so those are blob. Blob. <laughs> I never heard about that. This is what he does. He tries to get it out of you. Welsh, though. Welsh Quakers. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know there were Welsh Quakers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, there are? You don't know. She doesn't know if there's Welsh Quakers. <laughs> she might know that there's, there's no Welsh, Welsh Quakers. Just go. Okay, hold you on. Do this you know, by the way, somebody they said, I love to do a podcast. You're taking way too long. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'm trying to think about it. All right, so look, I'm going to I'm gonna go with the TV show because I know she was awesome in that uh, career. I got to believe mm-hmm. some version. You got too specific, but I still believe, I know that's something that she's good at. She's got connections with that. She rocks on that. So I, I think that had to happen. Um, no, that's it. That's your is that your guess? <laughs> that's true. I'm saying that's true. Okay. Well, what's what's Sorry, the that, lie then? Well, uh, I'm going to go with the Welsh Quakers. You don't think there's any such thing as Welsh Quakers? <laughs> no, no. You know, I just I know there was a blob. You're like um, you're like I know there's yeah. Quakers, but I don't know. Yeah, if I didn't Welsh know there was the word. Uh, yeah. All right. What's so, the real one? Um, or what's the lie? Sorry. What's the lie? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Is the barefoot contestant? Yep. Yep. I, I, what? I worked yes. with the Food Network, but I didn't do that See, show. you got too specific. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead, it was Melissa. too specific. Also, a little note about the blob. Yep. My mom auditioned for the lead, but mm-hmm. she was too tall. So during the audition, they actually dug a hole no. and had her um, doing scenes. <laughs> really? With, yeah, Steve McQueen. That's yes. awesome. That I, is oh, because Steve McQueen's fact. not tall. Exact Mongo. And That's let me it. also point out, as someone who worked in Hollywood and... Um, New York media, none of the leads are tall. Hugh Jackman is probably the only tall lead. Really? Well, I think she's probably okay with that. But Mm -hmm. yeah, so your your mom auditioned to be in the book. That's so cool. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's really awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen that, but it is kind of like a classic. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah, I didn't realize you had such a family connection. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mom, I don't look like my mom. Unfortunately, I look like my dad, but my mom looked like a young Elizabeth Taylor. Really? Yeah. 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 Did she ever get into anything that was like that some of us may know? I know it's tough. No, no, no. She went on to become a therapist and sexologist. So she became a leader in a completely different field. I didn't know that. Okay. That's cool. All right. Yeah, God bless. And what did your dad do? A lawyer. Well, you gotta have lawyers. Sometimes. Yes, gotta have lawyers. Right. Yes, you so, do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What type of law did he do? He worked in insurance law mm. and corporate law. Yes. Yes. Okay. Two <laughs> things I know incredibly well. You know nothing. No, about I know nothing. This. On that. But that's okay. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. Well, like I said, Melissa, we are so glad to have mm-hmm. you here. And obviously, we're talking on what actually is the last uh, week of session mm-hmm. uh, before the election. You know, and it's always to some degree a little frustrating, I think, because, mm-hmm. um, you know, two things. One is we, we have so many good bills that our friends on the other side never want to bring up. And then the second thing to me is I, I always get a little, um, I guess I smile, but it's frustration when people tell, mm-hmm. say, well, we're out of time. We don't have enough time to bring something up. And I'm like, you guys control the time. Mm-hmm. We, you know, so, uh, but, uh, you know, I know you've been busy, obviously, working on a couple, uh, you know, obviously a lot of legislation for your district here. Um, and I, I think um, the tax credit in particular was something that you were passionate about, right? 
Yes, I, I think there's um, not only my own bill around the tax credit, but also like closing that Delaware loophole, making sure that we have a state that's attractive to corporations. But I think with some of the recent legislation that is they're trying to pass, we have other issues going on um, with with companies probably not they're not going to be looking at Pennsylvania if that mm -hmm. uh, constitutional amendment that mm -hmm. takes away women's bodily autonomy mm. happens um, because what we're seeing right. with corporations is they're starting to um, really push back they're right. starting to say we're going to make sure our employees have access to um, health care mm -hmm. to um, birth control to abortions so that's really going to impact mm -hmm. uh, Pennsylvania more than any tax credit more than even closing the Delaware loophole and trying to attract corporations is making sure we're taking care of people the whole person so they have the freedom to live the life and uh, build the families that uh, that they are interested in building. Well, I mean, I think that's a good point. If, if you're sitting there, uh, one of those companies that really requires talent, you know, nationwide, and obviously we hope for as many uh, people to come from Philly and uh, Pennsylvania and Pittsburgh and Carnegie Mellon, wherever else, we have so many great institutions to, to sort of fuel things. But if we're trying to attract, uh, you know, those big companies come in and they want to bring their, um, you know, the staff from from wherever else. Uh, look, if somebody comes up and says, "Well, we're going to send you to a state where you have less freedom," right. then that probably is not something that's no. going to be attractive. No, actually, the 157 has so many international companies, really dynamic companies, mm -hmm. where they're attracting talent not only from our um, higher education universities and colleges and grad schools, but they're they're coming from England and France mm -hmm. and Canada, and this is part of. Um, a, a, kind of the questionnaire that goes out to the um, employees is, are you willing to be in a state that blank, you know, is taking right. away your rights? Because Pennsylvania is very attractive. We have, um, especially the southeast mm -hmm. and the 157, we have the dynamic city of Philadelphia, you're close to New York and Washington, D.C. You have the um, infrastructure with different trains and buses. Mm -hmm. You have an open space. Ch Chester County has more open space than any other mm -hmm. county in um, Pennsylvania. And you have great federal and state parks, but if you don't have the freedom to run your life the way yeah. you want to run right. it, that's, that's going Stand. to deter well, you. And mm -hmm. I think that's uh, that's definitely the key. And I know that um, um, you know uh, some of our friends again on the other side. They'd like to say what their uh, constitutional amendment doesn't do, or mm -hmm. they think it doesn't do. But that thing is worded and crafted in a way mm -hmm. that is right at the heart of of women's choice. Uh, there's no doubt about it. And we'll see. Obviously, we're not a political uh, podcast, but we are obviously coming up on an election. We have mm -hmm. candidates who are not uh, hiding the fact that they want to further restrict. Yeah. Uh, and and they're very much at the governor level. Clearly, that's a, a distinction between the two candidates that are there. So there, there's no doubt about it. I mean, you know, and I know we did have um, uh, representatives uh, Cephas and uh, Daly and mm -hmm. give us an update on women's health. I also know that you did a bill, too. Uh, regarding uh, women's health care uh, and defunding deceptive organizations, uh, uh, too. So. Well, I, um, gosh, do we want to be a state? So there's these places called pregnancy crisis yeah. centers, but they don't offer any medical 
support. Mm -hmm. So do we want to be a state where someone who is feeling um, cramping pains, uh, might not be aware they're going through an atopic pregnancy or a miscarriage, go running to a crisis center hoping Mm. to get medical advice. And instead, they're being misled. They're giving maybe a package of uh, diapers for their other Mm. child and they're sent on their way. No, what we want is to have a state where throughout the entire state, if you're in rural Pennsylvania, if you're in the southeast, if you're in Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh suburbs, Mm -hmm. Philadelphia, that when you go into a um, uh, a health center, a Mm -hmm. crisis pregnancy center, that you're actually meeting with some of our top tier talent Mm -hmm. of doctors, of, um, you know, PAs and nurses that can help guide you through a very vulnerable time. I will not tolerate, and I think the people of the one 157th understand this, I do not tolerate a lack of transparency Mm -hmm. and deceiving people. And those state dollars, I will fight incredibly hard Mm -hmm. to make sure those state dollars go to actually funding health care. Well, I mean, look, there's, I appreciate your passion. Obviously, it comes through. And I know, too, that we're sitting here talking about things that, that both what uh, haven't been done and some that have been done. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that we I don't think we've seen a lot of effort uh, from this majority has been in relation to childcare costs, um, and obviously that's you know it's still coming out of the um, the pandemic where we are uh, a lot of working moms and dads are struggling here to to find that stability mm-hmm. uh, in in childcare. Uh, if you don't have access to affordable quality uh, childcare, then it makes work obviously that much more difficult to actually do. So um, I know that's something else that you care about is making sure that people have access to childcare. Yeah, um, one success we had with the budget was Representative Davis and I got a childcare tax in. It's embarrassingly low, but it's a huge leap forward because it will now become the norm. Mm-hmm. Um, when you actually have something in the budget, you can increase the amount of money that goes there. Yeah, it's huge. Um, when I raised my son, uh, my ex-husband lived in Colorado, so I was the sole um, you know, parent that was there. And I tend to travel a lot working in television and the media. And childcare was incredibly important to me. And it, it ended up kind of costing the same amount as what I was able to bring home. So I ended up working wow. nights yeah. as well wow. um, in order to just get ahead. And um, what we need to do, this, I kind of feel like Pennsylvania is doing this all encompassing attack on women. Let's separate us from being able to control our own bodies. Mm -hmm. Let's make child uh, care and child care costs out of reach for a lot of single parents, both men and women, who would like to get to work to support their families. And through just bringing these issues to the 157 throughout Pennsylvania, you realize no one no one, no family is not affected mm-hmm. by these issues, issues of just trying to get back to work, but making it so it's not a burden mm-hmm. of child care. So I will continue to work with Rep. Tina Davis sure. to forward that um, tax credit. You yeah. know, it's, and look, that was obviously a big uh, win. Like you said, it was mm-hmm. a small step, but it, it can grow. Important step. Yeah. You know, and look, that's the thing with it, too, because we still have too many. I was talking to a parent recently um, you know, who has two kids, you know, and 
even if you, you almost sit there and you're, these parents are making tough decisions between quality of childcare and cost of childcare, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and, they're, and then a lot of these um, childcare facilities have um, not been able to have the staffing levels that make uh, certain things work. A lot of still problems on waiting lists. And, and so parents are sitting like, okay, look, it's sometimes not even about getting ahead. It's about treading water, mm -hmm. right? So they're like, how can I tread water, right? If I can't work and if I can't, you know, if I can't trust that my child is going to be in a quality childcare place where I think it's going to be okay enough where I feel some degree of comfort to go to work, then I'm not going to go to work. Exactly. Right? And so it's one of those essential things. If you're supporting families of any type, then you have to support uh, child care and finding ways to make it um, you know, uh, better and more accessible for everybody, right? Right, absolutely. And then there's another issue. I feel like the Southeast has a lot of very um, strong and diverse child care centers. The issue that comes in that area is that child care centers aren't open during August. So some of your options, like in the whole, that's a whole. Not region? not not every childcare, but you though. suddenly look like I I won't mention which one mm -hmm. I went to, but all of August they shut down, and I'm thinking, I don't go to the shore all of August. No, yeah. I'm working. So at that causes parents to scramble once again they're either relying on a neighbor a family member i didn't have family members available they were taking care of their parents so you're you're always scrambling mm -hmm. and it shouldn't be that way we should really invest in child care and we know once again corporations are doing that they're investing in their own child care but that only hits some of the people the people who work there maybe not necessarily the support um, support services around there, the people who run the dry cleaners, work in the cafeteria, work yeah. to make sure the maintenance mm -hmm. and the lawn. We have to have people normalize childcare right. and view it as a, a, an incredibly important step mm -hmm. to socialize children and get them ready to go to school. Mm -hmm. Well, it's, you know, and look again, if you want to support working families, right? So it's a simple. Uh, is that in order to be able to work, you got to be able to cover your kids, right? And so uh, in August is a tough month yeah. because, like, you know, a lot of kids, I mean, there's no school for most of the month in mm -hmm. almost every district, you know. And, and by the way, a lot of working families, man, they, they, they're not going to the shore anyhow, right? So it's like, you know. Lucky so, to go a weekend. Well, that's yeah. right. It could be a weekend, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, well, listen, Melissa, uh, thank you so much for joining us here uh, with it. Uh, we definitely appreciate coming in. Uh, now, too, I feel like I'm, I'm interested in the 157th. Like, mm -hmm. we got to figure out, maybe go there. Now, was the Blob film there? Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, you have to come to the Blob Fest. What? Shut so, up. so we what? The fact that you said that there's a Blob Fest, now we yes, have to go. Yes, there, yes. I, I must say, Phoenixville has some of the most unusual festivals, and the Blob Fest is right oh, up there. That's so you cool. You go into the theater, people tend to dress. Blob-like. Well, so, no, all the stores have their blob displays, but the people tend to dress in the kind of 1950s okay. clothing. That is so cool. And then at the end of the movie, everyone runs out like the blob is chasing them, kind of reenacting oh a scene we in the movie. So, so you go to this, though? Oh, yeah, it's absolutely. It's a big thing. You're there. Yes, yes I've been there so, a couple of so times cool. running. I know. The, you know, running away from the blob Literally, at the blob fest. That is I know. I've never awesome. heard of this. No. So, all right. Look, even more good stuff. So. Yes. Oh, and one more thing about yeah. Phoenixville has more breweries 
and distilleries than any other town. See, so now that's you're another reason. Like, definitely you have it. the breweries yep. and distilleries. And then it. you're like in the blob. It's, I don't know. Why you would got, you go anywhere else? I don't, I don't know. even know. Crazy things. Mm-hmm. Melissa, thank, Rep. Schusterman, thank you so much for stopping by uh, to On the Table. We definitely appreciate it. And we'll look forward to, I know, talking to you more. I, we, we actually, uh, next time too, I, we got to talk more about it. She's got an interesting history. I'm mm-hmm. telling you now. We got to dig into it. But Melissa, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thank you. We'll talk to everybody soon.